Hello and welcome back to the Soul Story podcast. I am happy to be in studio again for the third week back to back with my brother Dario. I mean, we are just still getting into this conversation about prayer. If this is your first week tuning in, I want to encourage you to go back and join us two weeks back where we began the conversation talking about prayer. Um, we're looking at Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 6, verse 5 through 7. Again, for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, I am with my brother in the Lord, Brother Dario Maycock. He is married to the lovely Shianda Maycock, and together they have four kids, three princesses and one prince. And um, he's been talking about prayer, and we've been talking about how important prayer is to him, um, his goal to teach his kids, even now still, um, the importance of the relevance of prayer. Uh, we've also discussed how we all come into prayer from different backgrounds, and how prayer is not a tradition or practice specific to Christianity, but also that there are other religions that ta- that find time to pray. And Brother Dario, you know, on that note, thank you again for coming back. Thank you, Father. I want to say that, you know, going back to that that conversation two weeks back, two weeks back where we talked about how other religions pray. I remember when I was off to school in London and there was, um, I had some Muslim friends and there was a particular season in studies when they would stop class in the middle of the day and they would go and pray. They were very committed to their prayer life. And that that reminds me about how I said that there were times when I was very careless with my prayer life. And yet there are other religions that are very consistent and persistent with their prayer life. And, you know, this invitation as we read Matthew 6 and 5, I think it is an invitation to consistency and persistency, but also it's uh, an invitation to have the right posture, posture of heart and posture in terms of, of, of physical posture in our approach to prayer. And for those of you who are listening for the first time, I want to read the scripture in your hearing just to know that, that we are taking again or talking from Matthew 6, verse 5 through 7, and I will read it. And then, Brother Dario, we will go right into discussing it. And the scripture reads, and when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And today we're going to be focusing on verse 7 because in the weeks ahead we looked at verse 5 and 6, and that reads, And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Out. So, you know, I mean, Dario, it's, 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 it's funny going back to conversation one. So many times we think that in corporate settings that people pray too shortly or we want to be the judge of other people's prayer. But here we have Christ saying, look, don't go on babbling like the pagans. And I mean, that if I'm in that crowd as he's delivering that sermon, I would have to pause and be like, how much of my prayer is babbling? Because there are times in corporate settings, they invite us to pray, um, to lead into a time of corporate prayer. And so it still gives us a caution, don't you think, to make sure that we're not babbling like pagans? Thank you again, um, Sister Candy, for having me here. And yes, and like I said, the first week, yes. 
it's so easy for us to become hypocrites. Yeah. Because um, the, the, the posture, as you put it, um, the culture that we have um, we, we have been raised under when it comes to prayer, um, somehow some, opens the door for that to happen. So it opens the door for us to Babylon because when Christ mentioned about this, about being of, of vain reputations, um, remember this is still behind closed doors. Yes. Okay? And even behind closed doors, he doesn't want us to have vain repetitions. Um, I go back to um, King um, Hezekiah. You know, when the prophet came to him and told him, you know, get your house in order. Oh, because or else. God is going, no, get your house in order. God is going to mm-hmm, kill you. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. you, yeah, that's it. And he, the, 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 the word of God says that, you know, he was, he, he was laying in the bed and he turned to the wall. Had he? He just turned to the wall and all he said was, you know, God, you remember me. Mm-hmm. Remember who I am and what I have done mm-hmm. and how I have served you faithfully. Mm-hmm. You know, and he asks for an extension of his life. And by the time Hezekiah, not Hezekiah, sorry, the prophet, walk from Hezekiah yes. to the door, before he got to the door, the Lord already, the Lord stopped the prophet and said, go back and tell King Hezekiah that I will extend his life for 15 more years. God already knows what you need to pray for. You just need to pray for it. Mm-hmm. For that time span, that was not a long prayer. Right. That was an old Lord and falling down. And that was he just turned himself to the wall. And all he did was, Lord, remember Remember your servant. Remember how I faithfully serve you. How what I have done. Yes, yes. As a, as your king, mm-hmm. you know, extend my life. In that short prayer, before the man of God reached the door, the Lord, the Holy Ghost already spoke to him. Say, go back and tell him I give fifteen years. So all the Lord requires of us is for us to be, um, um, to be sincere, to be sincere, and when we pray to Him. To be sincere, as I mentioned the first week about how prayer is when we give God authorization yes. to work on our behalf in the supernatural. So all we have to do is be sincere and know that, Lord, this is a beyond me. Because yes. anything that we can control, the Lord didn't expect for us to pray for. Yes. He just expects for us to go and do. But the, 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 the events or the requests that are in the supernatural the Lord expects for us to come to him with the extending of your life um, that's supernatural that cannot be explained okay so you need to go before God with that okay Um, and and, and when you go to him go to him with sincere don't ramble on you know just go and say Lord this is your son and now like King Hezekiah Mm -hmm. You got to know what position you have to Oh, too. boy. <laughs> okay. So you can't be saying, Lord, remember when <laughs> it ain't nothing for him. Yeah. Remember. Yeah, you got to. Because remember what Hezekiah did? Um, he, he followed a bad king, and the people of God were worshiping idols. They were worshiping the golden serpent. 
that um, Moses had, um, had, had had prepared for them um, in the in the wilderness for them to live, and he destroyed that golden serpent, split it up, and destroyed it, and he uh, repaired and and, and 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 cleaned up the temple, mm-hmm. and the Lord described him as a good king. Okay, so he reminded God, God, look what I've done. So you have to have favor in the sight of God to go back and say, God, remember your servant? This is what your servant need at this time. Okay, like I said uh, my second week with you, um, talk to him as a friend. See, only you could talk to your friend like that, you know? Yes. You know, I, I, when I talk to you, to you um, again, I go back and say, "I remember that promise you made to me," and so, so forth. And then you turn around, and you say, "Yes, brother." Yes. That's, that's the same with the Lord, because He knows, He knows your name. And yes. Jesus told us, you know, I, 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 I call you friend because I share everything with you. Okay, so therefore, if He calls you friend, He wants you to come to Him, come to Him as a friend, come to Him as a father. You know, come to him with, with, with a sincere heart. Okay, come to him, and when you when you come, open your mouth, open your mouth, and just ask. Again, we have not because we ask not. Yes, and I I think the good thing about the invitation to ask is in 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 context with how he says. Because your father know what you need even before you ask. And when we look, go down to verse 8, it's a reminder that that's why you should even ask. Just just be there. Just go right there and put it out there like, Lord, this is what I, 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 I'm coming to you about today. Because he already knows. Yes. And that's such a comfort. It, it reminds me of the... The question in, in in Genesis, where art thou? He he already knew, mm-hmm. but it was more so. So you coming to him and asking him is more about you being honest and transparent mm-hmm. about what you need because the father already knows. And it's and like you said with Miles's point, it's an invitation for his spirit to enter into our domain and 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 thy will be done. I'm thinking about on yes. earth. As it is in heaven. And so, Brother Dario, we have talked about prayer. Um, it has been a very, um, um, how do I put it? A, a very, I want to use the right word, energizing conversation. And I want to use the word energizing because I feel energized even more than when we started three weeks ago to pursue prayer, prayer to, to make sure that my prayers are relevant, to make sure that I am transparent, to make sure that I don't um, fill spaces of prayer with other things, that I'm consistent and persistent in my prayer life, and that I am, most importantly, not a hypocrite in my prayer life, you know? And so I'm very encouraged. Um, I feel, as we would say in the Pentecostal church, a wheel in the middle, a prayer wheel turning (laughs) um, within me. Uh, um, and I thank God for that. I thank God because he accepts our prayers based on our relationship with him. You talked about Hezekiah. He he knows us. He knows us. And he knows what we have done and said on his behalf. And he understands that we can come to him. He, As a matter of fact, this is what we're talking about, the invitation that he extends to us as, as we leave this space. Um 
is I want to give you the opportunity to to pray if you wish or to share any final words with a viewer or a listener, sorry, that may be wondering about their prayer life and contemplating what's next. How do they move into this posture of prayer that we've been discussing for the past few weeks? What what words of encouragement would you leave for someone? The words of encouragement that I would leave for us all is that when we pray, find a place of solitude where you can go secretly. If you have that closet, go into that closet and close it. Mm-hmm. Make sure that with the area that you're in, as you mentioned um, last week, whether it's in your car, on the beach, and as I said, whether it's in the front room or in the kitchen, uh, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, wherever it is, make sure you sanctify that area and make sure that when you go before the Lord, that you go to him as a friend, okay? Because um, he knows your heart. He knows what you need. Um, just like your friend, you don't you, you don't lie to your friend. And you go to your friend, you tell your friend exactly what you need. Some, some things I share with my friend, you know, and um, I told my wife uh, about three years ago, I said, you know, um, you're my best friend. But before she was my best friend, there were some things I couldn't, I couldn't share to her. I couldn't share with her. Because there's some things you just share with your best friend. Mm-hmm. And so remember, when you go before God as your best friend, you can share with him anything. And he's just waiting because remember the relationship that he has. He wants to make sure that it is mended. As you mentioned uh, about um, Adam, where are thou? from the beginning of time to now it's all been about God's love and him mending that relationship between us and him that's all this is about and so he is so grateful he's so um, 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 appreciative if I could use that when I talk about God when we come before him our father Mm. Hallowed be thy name, mm-hmm. and we invite him, invite him to take control, and we depend on him. Yes. When we do that, when we do that, the relationship is being bent, it's being mended. And keep in mind, it is spiritual. Mm-hmm. So it don't have to be nothing fancy, you don't have to be eloquent. He knows you. He just wants you to be yourself. He wants Dario to come before him as Dario with a pure heart and request of Dario whatever Dario needs because he knows my request before I even ask of it. So that's my that would be my advice I would like to leave with your your listening audience at this time. Uh, thank you so much, Brother Dario. Thank you for sharing with with us on this platform and um, we certainly will keep you and your family in prayer as you as you talked about us entering into space of prayer I I am reminded of the song that says what a friend we have in Jesus all our sins and griefs to bear and what a privilege certainly a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer And and the verse goes on the chorus goes on it says oh what peace we often forfeit Oh, what needless pain we bear, all because we do not carry 
everything to God in prayer. And so the question to you today is, have you trials and temptations? Is there trouble anywhere? You should never be discouraged. I want to admonish you to take it to the Lord in prayer. And Brother Dario, we would sing this in church. Can we find a friend so faithful who will all our sorrows share? Jesus knows our every weakness. Take it to the Lord in prayer. It is our prayer that you are encouraged with this podcast. And if you are, if you know a friend needing um, prayers, please feel free to write in. Um, Like, share, subscribe. May God bless you. May his peace surround you and your family. God bless you.